Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. over the music, I guess. You are old. <laughs> I guess I am old. I've always wanted to be old, though. So. That is a song called Happy Birthday, Alice, called Kermit Ruffins. Uh, Kermit Ruffins does that hmm. version. I think it's a great version. I like it. Good. Good. So, uh, 35 is a good year. It's a great year for women. It really is. Because you look great. Not that older isn't great, too. But you look great, and you're smarter than ever and wiser than ever. And... And uh, um, adequately beat down from life to uh, have the natural craziness that younger women have just suppressed because you're just <laughs> too exhausted to oh, be dramatic. Oh, I think as women get older, I like, at least for me, I don't know, but like I indulge my craziness more, I feel it, like, but maybe okay. not. 1570 Project or Jane <laughs> Tomich, Jane and Caroline. That sounds like a coffee clutch for the gals. <laughs> okay, I'll see. Uh, my goodness! Did you see that I tried to reach out to Jane for a surprise buddy to you? No. I'd like it. I'd like credit for one, though it was logistically impossible. But I'd like credit for a surprise birthday. Good job. And you haven't even seen your main present, Alice. You're going to be very pleased. What's my main present? I don't it, want a present. It would be. Oh, shut up, Gray. Gray just sent me a, <laughs> a, a uh, 
she's quite common. Just sent me a note saying he's down 15 pounds since February 1. Shut up, dinkhead. All right. We don't know how many pounds you're down because no. our scale doesn't weigh you, but I bet it's a lot. Tell him I don't that. know if it's a lot, but I'm still not down enough to put the scale weighs me, but who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah, nobody wants to talk about that. I want to talk about fun stuff, but it is, has to do with food. Right now I'm eating keto, as you know, pretty much. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I have to, the last couple of days, I actually have had only for dinner, early dinners. We weren't drinking. Today we're, we've, we're taking a break. We're it's on the wagon day. from being on our wagon for a day because it's a butt day. Um, according to the cake I made for my son, I B I R T D A Y. Um, but uh, I had a B, and I was surprised, Alice. It's like I'm wonder. I'm getting little peeks into what human normal humans must be like because I've been eating these salads with a piece of smoked salmon on them, mm-hmm. and it's freaking delicious. Yeah, I can't believe it. Must be my old um palate or something. I don't know because I've always despised salmon, and I always looked at people who ate salmon on salad and thought. Why don't you just go hang yourself? I mean, you're obviously you've obviously given up, but you know that's before I knew knew everything else. I just think I remember being 35 and 36 and 37. I am not more mature by an iota than I was when I was 17. I've seen more life stuff and had some experiences, mm-hmm. but other than that, really, back when I was 16, 15, 15, we'll call it 15. I wouldn't say that's true. You're more mature than you were when I met you. What? No, I'm just yes. older and move slower. I'm a wounded no, brontosaurus. No, you're definitely more mature. B- mature? Well, you didn't know how to, like, like when I when we first had Sally, you were, like, blown away. You, like, couldn't make a can of chili because you were taking care. Like, you're better at kid stuff and, like, just more. Well, know. Alice, that's because I'm seasoned now. I've been right. through. That's I've seen combat saying. now a few times. And you're I once mature again, now. I have my own had kids version of PTSD and I know I've been around and I know how it is even though you've done all the really hard stuff I've seen the bleep when it comes to having kids and so to an extent like you Alice and on all parents this is only a parent thing you Mm -hmm. don't get this uh shut up Gray he just said I could eat 50-50 grams of carbs a day and be fine shut up you keep telling me stuff other people keep refuting but and it, the difference between having kids and not having kids is that it, when you have kids, mm-hmm. it is a constant, um, it is a constant insurgency in your life, one way or another, for many years, mm-hmm. and and you, you can't possibly uh, people without kids our age, or but you know we're different ages, I guess, but 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 people without kids in their thirties and forties, it's a totally different. It's it's a it's a different life in reality, completely, completely. I'm not saying it's, and I was somebody without kids till I was 37. And I'm not trying to say you'll never understand, but it's just a different world. It is a different, you've not lived until you've lived a life under siege to one extent or another. And to where you go from autonomous to uh, having to present every single choice there is to the tribunal of uh, you know family members and and um, and factors and reactions and different outcomes and consequences of everything you do, right? Like you'd never think when you're when you and I first dated and you mm-hmm. were inappropriately dressed with your um, flaming red stilettos <laughs> and your um, oops I did it again leather 
outfit that was ridiculously fantastic, where most what? people thought that, that I had was renting you or I had <laughs> no. kidding, you've been trafficked you. Stop. Um, uh, Don't well, be ridiculous. Oh, well, it's, but uh, believe me, I would. I wish I could go back to the time. But, 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 <laughs> but at that time, you and I would go out for a couple of beers down the street in Brighton, Mass, mm-hmm. and maybe have an appetizer or whatever like that, never realizing that in just a few years that we'd go to a restaurant in the moment we sat down, boom, the timer is on. You've got seven minutes before the baby explodes or the two babies explode or the third baby starts crawling under the seat and looking at people. You never realize, like, you don't realize until you've had kids that, like, sitting at a restaurant is not just sitting in a restaurant. When you're, when you're in the 20s, sitting in a restaurant with somebody, it has to do with, you think about things like appetizers, entrees, stuff to do, what we're going to do later, mm-hmm. etc. When you have kids, it's like ordering, it's like ho- holding up a bank and trying to cook food and serve it. Meanwhile, having to keep the hostages at bay. Meanwhile, trying to get the money. Meanwhile, no hearing the sirens coming. <laughs> There's a bleep load of factors that happens when you have a few kids that you would never expect if you didn't have kids. So it is. I'm not sure many people compare it to robbing a bank. It, but... it is, or, well, I think it's it's more of having a, just an insurgency. Mm-hmm. You, of all, but but the enemy is much better and knows guerrilla warfare and is totally dedicated. When it's you versus a baby, what are you looking at? I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure the scene switcher is working the way I expected it to. Okay, just it, when you have a a kid, mm-hmm. and you have eighty three things to do, right? In two hours, mm-hmm. and one of the things is to keep the kid away from drinking the dog water. That kid's first and only prime directive. Is to get the dog water, while you have a whole bunch of other things to do. Right. So they are dedicated. They are. They are. They are in it to win it, no matter what, and it doesn't matter. And if you don't let them win, they'll use everything, every weapon they're given to lose their bleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I get on this, but that brings me to being in in, uh, in diets, which brings me to this woman here who is named Carol Adams. Carol Adams is a vegan. Uh, assistant uh, activist okay. she is so Carol Adams um, she was previewed recently uh, by Jordan Peterson who talked about her in a very funny way that made it very intriguing Jordan at your leisure Jordan took his time play seems start like maybe talking the person do I not have internet the in audio. Thing? there's internet shut up Gray Gray keeps Type, piping in on text I can see <sighs> why don't I have internet I was just watching this thing go tell stuff say stuff Jordan uh oh do I do I it's my internet I'm I on Mayonet right? I have that's internet. what I do right yeah it's just going around and around I don't know <sighs> don't I don't know? Don't you? I'm not losing you here. You come. You stay right here with me. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, you're losing the audience here. I don't know. What I'm trying to play you. the damn audio that's supposed to be all set. Hold on. I'm hmm. gonna do it through another browser. All right. So let me do this. So let me do this. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> here we go. Jordan Peterson. Once again, Jordan Peterson. 
is released soon because one of the people on the other side who was rallying against meat delivered the most preposterously unsatirizable politically correct rant that I'd ever seen anyone deliver anywhere by a, 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 a factor of about five. She just about made me convulse. This is Jordan Peterson on an obscure show called The Joe Rogan Experience. Oh. This is recently. Mm. This is actually, might be even today. And part of it was sympathy, you know, because it was so over the top. It was so utterly miraculous that anyone could, and <laughs> two of her compatriots were sitting in the audience, and she said things like, Every hamburger is served with a side order of misogyny, which is a really good line. You know they crafted that line. It's a pretty good yeah. joke. But you know, Why she misogyny? said, it's "Oh, a because she associated she associated the oppression of women with the oppression of farm animals, which oh. is like it's a dangerous territory to mm. wander into." That analogy. Yeah. All right, let's check out. Yeah, I actually one time read this. Might even have been like a Reddit post or something, but um, the post was from somebody i'm gonna remember this wrong but if i recall correctly it was like a post where it was a guy who was black who was dating this white chick who was a vegan and the girl came over his house and to his mom compared uh eating meat to slavery oh like the, the way we oppress animals is just like how we oppress oh, black see. people makes sense and the mom was not pleased really <laughs> because uh yeah, no. Generally, one doesn't go around and compare uh, people of color to animals. It's, uh, like he said, it's very dangerous territory to say that like the way you oppress women is the same as how we oppress uh, food animals. Although, is- although Alice, you know, mm-hmm. why wouldn't it? Wouldn't why wouldn't that be the evolution? We you know we've the last couple of days. Whiteness is terrible. It's stupid whites and white emojis are dangerous and white cowboys. And white- Obviously, this. Neurosis, the mm-hmm. psychosis that is so obsessed with race, it has an appetite, Alice. It cannot be satiated. Right. So, why wouldn't it consume everything? Why wouldn't it? You can overlay it on anything. It doesn't matter. You can overlay it on anything. Because a lot of times that leaves behind the actual like black people it, that actually care. suffered under actual race. Yes, but I. But I'm saying that if you're one of these purveyors of this psycho psychotic stuff. Then you can't stop. The appetite's too voracious. You want more and more and more. Why wouldn't Monopoly be a racist game? Of course it is. Why wouldn't the computer be racist? Of course it is. The show is certainly racist. There's no doubt it is. That dog is racist. Obviously, you can make the case. You literally can overlay it on anything. You can say Richard Pryor is racism. You can say a lot anything you want. Is right. Racism. But the thing is, is though, you're gonna eventually you're gonna write, run out of white stuff. So you're going to move on, and there can everything can be racist. It doesn't matter. You can make a correlation to race in any possible way you can. You could probably do the same thing to gender yeah, as well. Yeah, but the point is that you reach a point where you discover that, like, black people who have suffered from actual racism affecting their lives might find the points you're making absurd and, like, almost offensive to even compare you know what emoji well, what are you're those using people, to then? racism? What are those people then? Racist? Yes, of course they are. <laughs> okay. Alice, this is not a truth-searching mission that, that they're going on here. This is not follow the facts to where they lead. Mm. This is a religious quest. Everything must be consumed by this. Everything. You don't. You don't think that if suddenly every white person, every person who was not technically black, 
killed themselves. You don't you think that suddenly this racial reckoning would stop? No, there would be like colorism. Did you get the thing that I sent you with Tandiway Newton, who used to be Thandy Newton? Can Where I she... can I play the psychotic? Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah. we'll get to that next, okay? Okay. So here's the person Jordan Peterson was previewing. I believe we should move beyond all meat. The assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. How do you know the animal would have picked you to feed off their corpse? 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. These events especially affect girls and young women. Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. Popular culture is flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens. Se- Are you? Have you? I must miss. I must be too old for this. There's some laughter in the gallery, though. Sexy fishes, who all just want to have fun. Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. Masculinity, a construct of the gender binary facing constant destabilization, feels always under threat, and eating animals is its protection racket. White supremacists weapon, weaponized it, eating meat, eggs, and dairy, and the baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging. To say you care about animals is considered a sign of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Meat eaters like anti-abortionists have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence. When all else fails, meat eaters assert that animals are not our equals. I heard all your laughter. I know some of these must be new ideas or you think they're fringe or whatever. Our whiteness is part of the problem of meat eating. Why, why is that any more crazy than anything else? It's not. She's As far as I'm concerned, she's a very standard garden variety progressive. Mm-hmm. You saw Eric Adams wants New York to live a more plant-based lifestyle. Right. Well, there we go. And it's just going to be starting there. Now, so who was I supposed to get? To- mm-hmm. I just sent you again, Tandy Way Newton. It hasn't again. added the beginning of it, though. Mm-hmm. Well, you missed it the first time, apparently. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Phil. For those of you who weren't aware, although we did cover it on this show, so longtime Burn Bower listeners will know that Thandi Newton recently became Tandiwe Newton. Because I don't remember that's that. her like yeah, that's like her African princess name. Okay. That she not her like Hollywood stage name that she feels she was forced by racist Hollywood to adopt the name Thandi. Is she an actress? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. She was Thandi and then she's now Tandiwe. Tandiwe, yes. Okay, here we go. Oh when it's precisely that prejudice that I've received. It doesn't matter that it's from African-American women more than anyone else. It doesn't matter. I received prejudice. Anyone who's received oppression and prejudice She's talking about some character. role she has. I've wanted so desperately to apologize every day to darken... So that wasn't an ad at the beginning. That yeah. was... Um, that oh, was, part of her movie? Yeah, so I'm going to start oh. again. Hold on. Oh, I thought it was an ad. No, it, it looks, looks like it. It looks like, like a car ad. Bo- you must have got my note, though. I put it on your truck yesterday. I now realize that my internalized prejudice was stopping me from feeling like I could play this role when it's precisely that prejudice that I've received. It doesn't matter that it's from African-American women more than anyone else. It doesn't matter. I received prejudice. Anyone who's received oppression and prejudice 
feels this character. I've wanted so desperately to apologize every day to darker skinned actresses, to say, I'm sorry that I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. Oh, she's crying now. Mm-hmm. It's been very painful to have women that look like my mum feel like I'm not representing them, that I'm taking from them, taking their men, taking their work, taking their truth. But I do think that any women of colour who, whether they're pale or whatever, who've managed to help other actors, you know, get into this business, we matter whenever they say that black women have watched the movie and it's really 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 mattered to them i just thank god that my light skin didn't stop that from happening i'm so that it didn't cause more pain thank you for apologizing i wanted so desperately to apologize every day to darker skinned actresses to say i'm sorry that i'm the one chosen my mama looks like you I mean, is that not incredible that she's apologizing to darker skinned actresses for taking their roles? Uh, yeah, but the apologizing she said, in tears. Hold on. African American women more than anyone else doesn't. She said she's had prejudice from African American women more than anyone. That prejudice that I've received doesn't matter that it's from African American women more than anyone else. Doesn't matter. I received prejudice. Anyone who's received oppression. You know what it's called, receiving prejudice? What? It's called effing living. <laughs> yes, prejudice is what happens. You have prejudice, people look at this lady and they say, what a beautiful person, and they let her in. They let her in where they won't let fat boys like me in, okay? <laughs> right. She gets special treatment because of prejudice. She gets treated like a queen because of prejudice. People hear her speak with her beautiful accent. And she her beautiful... has a lovely voice. I was yes, thinking per- that the whole time. And yes, people are prejudging her. They don't know how petty she is as a human just because of her her, her voice and the way she presents. <laughs> she gets special uh, privileges. So I, I, I don't want to... Prejudice. Prejudice doesn't belong to any particular race. But she's apologizing in tears for how prejudice has benefited her, honey, because of her lighter skin than other black women. Prejudice. What a (laughs) pussy. My God, I can't believe it. And that's not prejudice. I didn't know that until I've seen her and heard her. It's remarkable. Remarkable. What a suck-ass time. What really is. I'm more, uh, uh, I'm more, I'm more victimized by you. And if I'm not even more victimized, then I feel even worse than a victim because I've victimized you. Now I feel even worse. See, I see how wretched I am. I'm so wretched. I'm so wretched. Meanwhile, I make $780,000 every two days and have a life, a charmed life. But see, I'm so wretched emotionally. See me bearing all this for you. Mm-hmm. See? Go F yourself, dumbass. I have no idea who Fandy McClugler is, and I don't, I'll never care. She's in lots of stuff. She's oh, good, famous. good. I'll she have to check it Westworld. out. Remember I used to watch Westworld? <laughs> Why do you hate Westworld? <laughs> Why, because I've seen Westworld, Alice. Jesus Christ. It's a really good show. It blows. God. I was wor- I was upset. You know why, Alice? Because I thought there'd be a darker, blacker actress in it, as a matter of fact. And I was very upset that it wasn't I, until I saw that Thandy was in it. And I was angry because I saw some Prejudice right there. I'm not watching Prejudice World. You can watch Prejudice World. I'm not watching it. 
I'm not doing that. Were the fats represented properly in it? I doubt. I doubt it. Probably not. You're probably right. How do you think I feel as a radio host? I'm a fat, white, talk radio host, Alice. Mm-hmm. There are a few fatter <laughs> white radio hosts out there who didn't get the gig. How do you think I feel about that? <laughs> I don't know. That's true, too. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe you should uh, make a tearful video apology to any fatter radio hosts who didn't get the gig that you apologize for taking jobs from them. Got it. So I'm so... <laughs> that you wish they could be represented, that you love people who are even fatter than you, and that you cry every day thinking about their lack of opportunities. <clears throat> God. <laughs> I am ju- I, I don't... I'm just I'm done with it. I would... That wasn't I find, even like a I video find, blog, by the way, too. That's uh, reporting from the Associated right, Press. Right. I would rather Carol, the non-meat eater, that 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 man-eating meat is rape. I'd rather hang out with her than this spoiled little brat. Because I bet you Carol, the rape, the meat rape person. <laughs> I bet you she actually like works hard and actually has convictions about something. She's freaking crazy, but she's less crazy than that lady was. I'm sorry about that. Here's another thing. I sent to us and to my guy friends uh, the news story, Teacher Assistant 30 from Plymouth Meeting, which is a place in Philadelphia, arrested by Philly police after she was charged with sexual assault of a student in a car. Barbara Corbo facing contact with minor and related charges. So this teacher apparently uh, slept with an underage student in a car. Teacher's Assistant uh, Barbara Corbo. Do you see Barbara Corbo? Um, no, I don't see her. Let me check see. it out. Okay. Um, I'll tell you for you guys listening, she looks like a combination of Phoebe Cates and uh, Nora oh. Jones. Oh, okay. I see her. How yeah. would you describe Barbara Corbo? Um, she's a lovely looking woman. Yes, I would say she's she looks less than 30, too. It says she's 30, right. But- Mm-hmm. She's pretty darn beautiful. Yes. Charge of sexual assault of a student in a car to kill a driver. I assume it's a male student. We'll just assume that. Okay. We can't pretend, this American society can't pretend to be better than other societies when we all have to engage. And this is why this mm-hmm. mask problem has been a problem. Gauge in... Um, mass LARPing and mass hysteria. If you're a 17-year-old kid and you slept with Barbara Corbo and she had sex with you in her car, Mm -hmm. you're one of the luckiest young people on the face of the earth. That being said, being now 35, old lady that I am, I do think that any 30-year-old woman who would want to sleep with a 17-year-old kid is deeply, deeply crazy okay no more you crazy than the chick from westworld because, who's who feel who cries because okay. she got a role no okay. more crazy than the but lady who says eating meat is rape 17 year old boys are babies uh they're babies uh, incorrect they're babies no they're they so, you know what we have, you know what the 17 year old boys are called alice when we give them guns and uniforms and have them do push-ups and then go overseas to kill people we call them the military they're not babies 17 year old boys you need to understand as a thirty-year-old woman, Alice, to, you need to have a relationship this. with their babies. I don't understand. The, what, like, what babe, would you okay. talk about? There's nothing to talk about. 
Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. What are you what talking you... about? Wait I mean, a second. Do you understand? This is why women don't get it. <laughs> the kid doesn't need to talk about anything. A 26-year-old guy also, most of the time, doesn't care to talk about anything. I just don't like. A thirty-six-year-old guy doesn't imagine, care. I can't imagine wanting to sleep with a seventeen-year-old kid. Okay, That's you're a very saying. noble person. No, okay. I just can't imagine That's because it, they, That's fine. Seventeen year olds seem year old like boy. idiots to me. I don't. Seventeen-year-old boy. <sighs> of course, they're idiots. <laughs> but this woman is a beautiful mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I just. Who's also like a older teacher, guys. which is a boy thing, not to me, but other lesser men. Okay. As as but young person. What uh, my my feeling is this: Everyone's brain has just been broken by porn. This is not what, wait, Alice. Mm-hmm. I shared this story, this tragic story. <clears throat> okay. With my guy friends who are uh-huh. all at least forty-eight to fifty-five. Okay. okay? okay. They're all my generation. Mm-hmm. When we were, when not me, but when my classmates were in high school. Okay. For one year in Austin Prep, there was one teacher who, um. All of us very much would have loved to be romantic with him. She was beautiful. She, I think she was only 22 at the time. And later on in high school, when I went to Winchester High, there were teachers there that many of the boys mm-hmm. would have loved to have been romantic with. Absolutely. It is a boy fantasy thing. It is not a thing. It is not. You don't understand. Boys and girls are different. You don't get it. I guess so. So this what's happening here. There's no way. There's no way. This is what I think should happen in my in my court. Mm-hmm. And maybe this little thing gets me canceled. Okay. But I, I would be proud to go down for this. I can tell you that. <laughs> my contention is if you're a 17 year old kid, mm-hmm. ma- boy. Okay. And you sleep with a beautiful teacher, a, your beautiful teacher who want, then mm-hmm. wants to sleep with you, and you sleep with her. My feeling is this, that when you're in the state pressing charges against her, that that the state should have to pay for a dream team of A-list lawyers to cross-examine that man, that boy, on the stand. I want OJ's dream team. I want everybody. I want Dershowitz in there. I want F. Lee Bailey in there. Whoever the new people of those are, I want the biggest shark defense attorneys in the world to cross-examine that kid. Mm-hmm. And put him on the stand and say, "You look at you tell the jury honestly that having this beautiful young woman be romantic with you harmed you." I think that should happen. Do Do you feel the same? I'm curious if it's um, a gay teenager and a male teacher. No, it's different. Why is it different? Um, because. <clears throat> Because um, men are inherently predatory. Uh, well, maybe, but men also have a physicality that's different than women. Though we'd find out in court, but men have a physicality that's different than women. I that's not my department. Okay, my department is <laughs> straight, straight man, teenagers, hot teacher. Okay, <laughs> okay, like hot for teacher Van Halen. I don't know what that is. So, okay, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a classic. Okay. So my feeling is this, mm-hmm. is that that we can't really have real intellectual conversations until we can all admit stuff. And that's one thing. You look at this woman, and I'm sorry about that, Alice, but no, I'm sorry. 
Well, I'm glad we got on the topic of um, Zoomer young people's sexuality because um, I sent you a Nick Fuentes clip. I don't really want to. You don't like Nick him. I think he's an a-hole. I'm just curious you what you it, think it. about it. I'm curious it. what you think about it. So the yeah. preface to this is he's doing his show and he's like reading super chats from people. He said that in high school he touched a girl, but he claims oh. to be an incel. So people were saying that he's not really a real incel, that he's a fake cell because he touched a girl in high school. Okay, so in this this jerk is a neo-Nazi wannabe, a-hole, punk, weird, cult of personality, creepy mother f. Mm-hmm. I hate so him. I saw, but I'm curious your thoughts because I saw some people talking about this clip and saying they think he uh, doesn't like the company of women that he's okay. Worn I see. Else. Right. But I'm curious your thoughts right, when you hear him, him talking about uh, his sexuality. So I did it once. I made my point. I proved my point, and now I'm good. Now I'm done. All right. Oh yeah, fake cell. Call me a fake cell all you want. I'm an incel. All right. I know I'm an incel. My hero falls. It was nine years ago. So this... So I thought incels didn't try to be celibate. I thought that they just... Yeah, couldn't. they're involuntarily celibate. So... This guy... Mm-hmm. Can't find a woman on... Don't hide your drinking that beer. I'm on camera. This guy can't hide... He can't find a woman on the earth who will have sex with him. I'm sure there are women who would have sex with him. But, but he's but he can't but he can't do it for some reason or he's not doing it. Apparently. He's still calling himself an incel. But he'll explain why in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Easy mode. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Fakest of the fake cell. Wannabe incel. That's in but reading like his super said, chats on yep. YouTube. The the I didn't choose to not want to be in a relationship. I didn't choose that, okay? I'm a misogynist, and I didn't choose that. I didn't choose to be born. Yes. So he's saying that... I never touched a woman in my life. I'm stone cold to somebody. Yeah, well, I don't even want that. So... I don't want... Touch. I don't want a relationship. You know what I want? Total Aryan victory. That's all I want. I didn't choose that. All I want is revenge against my enemies and a total Aryan victory. (laughs) Are you listening to this loser? I don't know. I'm curious your thoughts. I mean, that's like the main point of it. So he says that he's involuntarily celibate because he didn't choose not to want to touch women and only be interested in uh, total Aryan victory. He didn't choose that. So he's involuntarily like that. So that's why he's an incel. I don't get it. I don't so, get it. So and then like the comments on this are full of people being like, this is just Zoomer humor. You don't get it. But I like, I ask all the Zoomers out there. I'm like, really? Like, what am I missing? Because A, this isn't funny, really. And B, he's so weird. Like, I've never known anybody who's like that. Like, what What do you think his thing is? I think What's he's insane, thing? Alice. I think he's insane, and he's got a high intelligence and a level of charm and a, and, a, and a good charisma. And I think at the end of the day, he's insane, and he's capable of anything, and he's capable of, of uh, going on a shooting spree. I think he's a sociopath. I don't think he understands what he is whatsoever. 
I think he understands media and understands the, the, the instances of himself on social media. And he understands the following. And I think it's cool. And I think he has delusions of grandeur. And I, I think probably, probably he's, I, I think most people, one, you know, Nazi adjacent losers like this generally probably don't land a lot of chicks, but maybe they do. I, I'm not sure anymore. Um, I mean, but I think probably, I would say I think he can probably <clears throat> land a chick because he's relatively good looking, young, and has a. I don't think it's a YouTube channel anymore. I guess maybe it is. I don't know. But his right. he has but a bit huge following. You'd be surprised if he says what's on his mind. How many women would can you you can get unlaid pretty quickly as a guy. <laughs> I mean, if you start BU, talking about total Aryan victory, he was in BU and went on to Charlottesville, right? He was one of the kids with the torches. I don't know. Once he had Charlottesville, I think he was. I know and he was so, at the Capitol, right? I know he was. I know he's been like kicked out of CPAC and all these. No, places. I understand, but but yeah. I think that he got. He was at BU. You know, mm-hmm. was one of the kids with the torches, possible. and they found out who he was, and they made his life help. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that if you're, I mean, it is kind of Hitler-esque. If you're going to Boston University, which is down the road from Boston College, which is down the road from Northeastern mm-hmm. University, Suffolk University, Harvard University, and a bunch of other smaller universities in a drunken town full of co-eds. And what you do to uh, to blow off steam is go hang out with a bunch of dudes wearing khakis at, at a uh, Save the Confederate Monument rally then I think you're a dude who ain't adjusted all that well and doesn't get it. He's 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 probably on some kind of weird spectrum spectrum somewhere. I think he's a loser. Why do you think he's so popular with young people? He's charismatic. He's charismatic. He knows how to he knows how to he's got a, a self-effacing sense of humor. He re- just read a bunch of things that were shots at him and with good humor responded. He's engaging. Mm-hmm. He's all the things that young people want. He says kind of ballsy stuff that's somewhat, at least, somewhat forbidden. Mm-hmm. He says it somewhat, so much to the point that uh, you know he, he gives you a little. He, I think he throws like feeding the ducks some big truisms and then some big uh, psychotic observations right next to them. <laughs> and I think it, it attracts a lot of young people, especially the ones who say "eff it," who are young, who say this system's corrupt, this the whole thing sucks, mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's got social media, and I think there's a bunch of losers. You you saw when he was at CPAC last right. year or whatever. And he had all those people with the matching glasses and stuff. Right. Those dudes were not swinging into the club, grabbing ladies and walking out. Those dudes, I think that this is a brotherhood of the unsexable. And <laughs> I mean, like, I do. so, I mean, do you agree with him that he's an incel, or do you think it's like... I don't think he's anything. Do you think he likes like chicks? I don't. I don't think that's his thing. I don't think that's his thing. But who knows? I mean, Hitler had a bigger passion than chicks, but he still had a girlfriend. A little yeah. late in life, and a who knows what that was all about. But mm-hmm. I think that the adoration and uh, by people. Yeah, he goes on to talk a little bit more about Hitler in that clip. I don't. And, I, I don't. I, but I don't, yeah, no. I mean, I'm just. I I'm like kind of intrigued, not because I like him, obviously, but I I'm intrigued by the whole movement, and I'm intrigued that it's so popular and. And popular in a way that I think um, a lot of these neo like I think the out and out neo Nazi movements where they're like doing actual swastika waving and stuff like 
I don't think those are appealing to young people. You know, like those people don't have huge YouTube followings and stuff. So I just get curious what it is about him since he seems to like pretty openly embrace like a, a pretty extreme worldview, right? I'm intrigued that that's uh, so that it resonates so much with somebody or if it's just like him, like you're saying, like cult of personality. I mean, but yeah, I, I personally, I agree with you that I think he's dangerous. He's a dangerous person. Yeah. No, I definitely think he is. And I think it's, it's a, it's a problem completely. But I also think that if the, if con- mainstream conservatives in this country wimp out and nominate like, you know, a, a Romney type person or like Liz Cheney. I I think that that you will ha- that people like Nick Fuentes will gain a lot of popularity. Maybe I do th- I do think that that you could definitely um splinter the parties or at least the ideologies a lot. But then again, I mean, what do you want to do? I mean, even though the the the, 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 the traditional media now has like January 6th being the thing, the the fact is that in 2016, nobody believed on the left the election results. In 2020, on the right, they didn't mm-hmm. believe the election results. The media lied big time during both of them. Right. The country's very much split. Uh, people are overly emotional. People are now using using the masking, etc., as mm-hmm. an indicator of whatever. So, I don't know. Where are we going? I mean, I've, we only had 9-11, you know, 20 years ago. That was a big dose of reality. That was a... A memorable day to those of us who were adults in that day. Yeah, that separated the world before and after because that was such a slap in the face, mm-hmm. and it kind of put perspective on things. And you know, and and but now we're much more insane than ever. And maybe that's maybe that's the, the because we didn't have social media then. Maybe that's what it was. But I mean, I don't even know. I don't know what's going to happen with the next with the midterms and this and that. People can't. People more dumb people have more positions of power and influence than ever, and more um, and more um, unethical people. Mm-hmm. So the the left's version of, of 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 this guy are there's there's they're in Congress for one thing. They're in Congress. Not only that, but they're also, I mean these these black Marxist groups, Black Lives Matter. This not. I mean they're. They've had the media cover that they needed, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. And it's crazy. You know, I talked to a girl the other day, uh, yesterday, who she had reported that a, a racial slur was used at a basketball game in Connecticut. So okay. I, so I got her on the phone, and I didn't argue with her about that. And she said, "You don't understand these people. They don't believe what I'm saying." She said, "Some of these people, these are the same people, Tom, who say." And she was nice. She's in her twenties. She said, these are the same people who, when you say Black Lives Matter, Tom, say all lives matter. As if they don't understand. No, Black Lives Matter, she said to me. <laughs> to which I said to her. Um, all lives do matter? No, I said to her, her, her name is Taylor. I said, Taylor, you and I have very different thoughts about this, so let's put that aside right now. And we have different, very different opinions on Black Lives Matter. Let's put it aside right now. And just go to have the forensic conversation of... What the racial the, slur. The racial slur. So we had to silo all that stuff, which is, of course, the po- very possibly the motivating event that got her to notice and other people to notice mm-hmm. N-words where there didn't used to be N-words. But so, like, what would it take 
I guarantee you, if she had been a listener to my show, somebody who hate listened, whatever, she would never have come on. Right. She said that assuming that everybody thinks like her. Mm -hmm. So what would it take? Do I have to go in and convert all the tailors in the world? Are they convertible? Do they want to be? She feels good about what she's been doing the last few years. She feels good about showing some love and allegiance to an, another race in the country. She feels good about it. She might be a heck of a great person. Who knows? And to her credit, she got what I said and we refocused. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. People get high off of their own passion so much and their own side so much. And I get, and I get it, and I get it especially because I know and talk to more Trump fans. I understand why they're like, F no, F that. F ever apologizing for January 6th after what the left did and the double standard and all the, the left attacking federal sites. Meanwhile, all the, all the January 6th people get to be thrown into this 1814 jail in Washington, D.C. The people on the other side... You know, all the people in Portland who were totally attacking, trying to light federal officers on fire, none of those people are in jail. Never had to be. Never had to be. Right. And so, you know, I have trouble, and I tell them this. I bet you a lot of truckers are going to be in jail in a few months, too. Right. Absolutely. So I have trouble. I can debate why I think that even though one side is getting away with it, that it's okay that... It, 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 even one side is getting away with it and the other side is not getting away with it. I can tell them, yes, the other side shouldn't get away with it, but I can't say that it's fair that the other side didn't. And if they want to say that the other side doesn't, doesn't have to pay for trying to kill feds and destroy federal property. So I'm in a weird <coughs> position where emotionally <coughs> and out of the, the spectrum of fairness, I totally understand. I totally understand. I can't, and friends of mine who, who, and we have friends who feel the same way. People who were radicalized by the treatment of Trump, by the treatment of tr Trump, mm -hmm. and who saw uh, the way they treated him, the way Intel services treated him, the way the press treated him, the way he was treated every second of the day, and then who went through election night and saw Trump winning, and then suddenly the vote stopping, and then saw suddenly the next day, next few days, Biden's winning. Mm -hmm. That has to be addressed these people have every right to be pissed off they have every these people have never been validated by by anything by anything there were reluctant trump voters in 2016 said you know what all the businesses in this community have closed this community sucks my kids on freaking heroin and uh, fentanyl and i want somebody who's going to blow up the system and give a crap about us anymore and that guy in his 50s or whatever who's got it takes who's overweight, takes high blood pressure medicine as his own problems. One parent may be costing him a fortune because they're old and dying. That guy said, I'm going to, you know, go out and support Trump because I, we got to blow up the system and do something new. That guy was suddenly called a racist and white trash and this and that. And like, it was relentless on him for four years. I don't blame him for being radicalized for Christ's sakes. I mean, this country has been, the people with all of the, power the establishment are really the left mm -hmm. corporations and huge um communication platforms and they have said f you and stepped on half of the country so i don't i don't blame them i don't know why where i got this where i went here but i guess as far as the nick point i don't know but anyway how did i start getting here um 
I don't really know. From the Nick Fuentes thing somewhere. From him getting kicked out of okay, the Okay, how this country, you said, how, like, how is this country going to be, how are we going to go forward? Right. That's what it is. So, I don't know how we're going to do it. But we're going to keep doing Burn Barrel Podcast, Alice, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, beautiful. It's lovely to see you. I'm very lucky. You're a very looking, good-looking chick. I feel like sometimes, I still feel like a puss when I say that. Like, I should be cooler. You don't have to say it on the show if you don't want. I'll let you say it to <clears> me <throat> privately. I oh. I'm not making him do this, you guys. Oh, I could, but it's I don't want the guys to think I'm a wimp. Force. I want them to think, know that I'm cool with my sleeves rolled up and Marlboro's in saying. my sleeves. You don't have to, you don't have to, you know, <clears throat> show your sensitive side on the Farm okay. podcast. You can just act tough in front of the fellas. All right, shut your mouth, little lady. Right? Like <laughs> exactly. That? That yeah, right? like that. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Farm Pod. We're also. Is there something a little sexy about a guy saying, shut your pretty little mouth, or no? <laughs> I don't want to answer that. Answer? Oh! <laughs> well, well, well. I'm not answering that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, we're at facebook.com slash podcast or at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Uh, you can email us, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Rumble. We are on YouTube. And anywhere else you like to listen to podcasts. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.